0: Greetings. Welcome to Karen Hope's 15 minutes of solid inspiration. Giving all honor and glory to God from whom all our help comes from. Since the last two podcasts have gone well over 15 minutes, today we're just going to jump right on in. You know, if not, I will keep going over the studio music time. <laughs> you know, I really like doing this so I can lose track of time. Well, and plus, I need to take all my time with this topic. And keeping in mind, life is about using every single minute of our life, not focusing on counting our minutes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and just and be smart with the time tonight. And this is a bit of a creepy visualization. We're gonna start with this, but you know, while we were asleep, we didn't even know we were alive. Do you realize that? That's a pretty direct way to start a conversation, but it's meant to be direct. And it probably doesn't matter much to people who feel their days are promised to them. You know, People that are generally good health and have wealth and power, which are two different things, by the way. That's another podcast. And overall, good behavior or smarts, street and book, will trick us into believing we're going to wake up because of who we are. Or what we do. Our days are definitely not promised, y'all. God's word tells us that. There's not one person alive who has days promised to them. Now grace and mercy we have promised. And that's what keeps us alive. Really, that's what keeps us alive. Now that's something that's promised and is assigned to us. It really humbles me to think I went to sleep and was in a state where I had no awareness of myself more importantly, my surroundings. And I woke up safe, in a safe environment still. And if sound mind, you know, when minutes before, I was unaware if I was like dead or alive. Think about this. for we're asleep and our heart stops beating, <laughs> we'll never understand because we're not in a physical body that we never woke up. Why would I say that? This is why. We have no idea we are alive until we open our eyes from slumber. And That, my friends, is a very good reason to start off every single day thanking God for our life. If not for any other reason, kick off some good energy, some positive energy with that gratitude, you know, until we grow into knowing God a little bit more. And we can, you know, we can be happy in other avenues, but he will meet us where we are just baby steps baby steps and we tend to focus more on our problems and and we say things like oh my god my life you know instead of saying oh my god i'm alive because we are alive with countless beautiful reasons to live and it's all because of grace and mercy grace and mercy are god's promises and every single second that we're alive grace and mercy brings us to and through We must see God in everything, especially in some not-so-ideal situations and under a few unfavorable conditions. It's exactly where he wants us to look for him anyway. God shines there like, here I am, over here. You know, I know it's difficult, but hold on. He assures us like that. Like, look, I'm right here. You know, see me? You know, you're not by yourself. He gives us dreams, visions, and notions. Like, I am your understanding. It's what he's telling me. He tells me to lean on me. He tells you to lean on me. You know, he says, meditate on me. He says, I will order your steps. But guess what? You know, sometimes... We let things get in our way and sometimes we let things cloud our judgment and it takes wisdom. It takes wisdom to get over these things. You know, and wisdom and let me tell you they both they work together. They work together. You know, we have to thank God for the bad times because wisdom does come from setbacks and mistakes and regrets and bad choices, you know. Focus on What good came from your bad experiences? Wisdom comes from the depths of our experiences. We can tap into ourselves and speak to our spirit and be anchored in our soul and hear God to replace anxiety with relaxation. That's what I'm doing right now with this podcast. This is relaxing to me chaos out of order this is this is making order out of chaos there's not chaos inside my home but outside it's crazy all these masks and everybody upset you know everybody broke man i'm not going to let anybody tell me they're not suffering everybody's suffering from this and and that's why i say well, we could tap in and we can replace pain with comfort this is how we can distinguish also luck from grace and mercy, all this kind of stuff going on. there's no luck there's luck doesn't get us out of this. Grace and mercy does it. we know it when this kind of stuff happens. Well, you know, and actually, I'm saying luck it's just I wish that word didn't even exist, but grace and mercy is the only thing that works for us every single breath we take. We talked about how important it is to focus on our breathing in the last podcast or the podcast before. Number five. You know, breathing reinforces, well, well, actually, that breathing subject reinforces this notion. You know, there's no such thing as luck. If we're looking at life through all three eyes, all the three eyes that God gave us, we'll never claim luck. Luck doesn't get us through tra- challenging times, never. Never. Luck doesn't bring us light. It doesn't bring us peace and the strength we need to get through dark places. Believe me when I say this. If we didn't see the physical and spiritual things that God puts in front of us and we and we have to have all three eyes open to see We need to use our physical eyes. We need to use our spiritual eye. And just be feeling around if we didn't, you know, bumping into things and falling. Not being able to see anything to brace ourselves with and pull ourselves back up. You know, like when you fall and you're just weak and you need something to push up on. embrace brace and push up. That won't even be there. You know. There's no other way than to see God in everything so we can make it through. We can have something to brace and push up on and then be able to thank him for everything because he is the essence of all things in all our ways. You know what? Good and bad. I'm not going to talk about that right now. I'll talk about that when I can do a little bit more studying and I can the naysayers can be off my back because I know what I'm talking about. I, you know, I know what I'm talking about because I live, a, I live a life. I live in this skin, and I know what I talk to God about, and I know what he tells me. So I, I have to just block what people say. We should acknowledge him and our good and bad ways. Not doing this is truly what being blind is. It's blind. I'm so grateful for our sight. So grateful and, and... That brings gratitude and it puts proper balance into our spirits. You know, um, we need to build ourselves up with proper, proper balance. And you know why? Because we need to exercise it. We need to work it out. Because forgiving ourselves while holding ourselves accountable is a hell of a balancing act. And it takes strengthening our core to be able to do it. We can all do it, though, you know, just by breathing through it and by choosing to go. Choosing. See, that's a very important word. When I tell people that I love them or if I tell people that I care for them or if I tell people I'm cutting them loose, I tell them I choose to because it it puts power to it. You take accountability, and that means you mean it. I choose, and we need to choose to go through these challenging times. Like, you know, knuckle up. You know, knuckle up. What's that sign? Knuck if you buck. I can't. That was a long time ago for me, but still, I used to rock my car with that. That's what we need to do. We need to... build ourselves up and get strong. You know, breathe through it and choose to go through the challenging times. You know, because right now, if we go through it right now, it'll always alleviate the heaviness that will undoubtedly weigh us down later. It's, it's going to come. If we don't face it now, it gets worse and worse and worse. It gets heavier and heavier and heavier. But to remain encouraged and inspired, if that resonates with you, no grace and mercy is what brings us through every single time, every single time, th- every single time and being brought through to our deepest desires. And of course, ultimately our life purpose, you know, um, because God didn't put a purpose in us to have that purpose unfulfilled. We should strive to stay connected to our s- source, our, our God source. You know, not to worldly understanding. And I promise everything will line up and we'll be here for God's glory. Or it's not our purpose. Our money, success, love, everything will line up. Not to be discouraged. We will fail ourselves here and there. But more than likely, we are still taking steps in the right direction if we're fighting, you know, to fulfill our purpose to the nail. Our spirit knows what the spirit knows, and it never jives with what the flesh wants. That's why we have conflict, internal conflict. That's why we can't rest. Sometimes that's why we can't eat. Sometimes that's why we have migraines, and our stomach hurts. You know, we have tenseness in our back and shoulders. You, everything just hurts. It's conflict, it's internal conflict. God will not let us go, y'all, and that's what we're that's what we try to fight. We try to let go of that, and we, God's not gonna let us go whatever he whatever work He starts, He will finish. He's so real and necessary, but we would never know our purpose, no even deeper than that, we wouldn't even exist to have a purpose. we wouldn't even be here. Just, you know, whatever. Not even a memory. Be grateful God made us. He made us. He made us necessary. We need each other down here. That's why we're necessary. And believing that fact is a really good and big step in the right direction of fulfilling our purpose. Our God-given purpose. To be calm and remain hopeful and, and kind and caring as much as you can. You can't care for everybody, and I'll say that. You, sometimes you can't even care from a distance. You know. But do what you can. Do what you can. We're only human. And stay committed to understanding and grow. You know, we have to close the door to yesterday. We have to open our mind, our heart, and our spirit to the blessings of this moment. It's a new day, new choice, new option, new opportunities. And it's staying power depends. On a good and healthy attitude. Every single one of those things are different. Brand new from yesterday, right? That's so good to understand too. Why? Because no one on earth has a commitment problem. Don't let anybody tell you they have a commitment problem. That's some bull. You know why I say that? It's either we're absolutely committed to understanding or we're absolutely committed to not understanding. That's it. Go figure. Understanding. There goes another new gift that comes with a new day. God is good, and he helps us, and we don't have to let him. He's God. He's going to do it anyway. Whatever. Even if this earth was had no people on it, he'd still be God. You know, our ultimate, eternal, ever-present help. And the proof is our grace and mercy because as long as we live and breathe, it will never run out. Greetings. Welcome to Karen Hope's 15 Minutes of Solid Inspiration. Give it all honor and glory to God from whom all our help comes from. I hope you all had a very good day, but as life has it, some days won't be what we consider ideal, but I pray your reactions were ideal. But again, as life could have it, sometimes we'll Kirk out, no matter how we concentrate on not doing it. I may be getting a bit off subject, but I know y'all know this scenario. You remember that time that person, you know, that person was going to be in your space and you had already sworn to yourself, oh, I will never be around that person again. But for whatever reason, you had to be around that person. You talked to yourself, didn't you? Mm -hmm. Well, I wasn't there, so let me just tell you this. I talked to myself. I told myself, Karen, hope do not trip. You know, I said, be cordial, girl, don't pop off. And when I say pop off, pop off to me means getting super quiet. I, I won't say a word. And, and, and it's, it's always prompted by this. It's never really a an out or blatant uh, outright fight or anything like that I've really never had any of those before with my friends or loved ones but if I get a certain feeling of not getting the same level of respect or you know being civil or respectful or kind that seems to me that I'm the only one giving I will get quiet but that's let's get back to everybody when this happens, we don't even get a chance to say what we practice in the mirror while we're getting dressed to go or in the car all the way down the road until we reach the destination or the destination reaches us, you know, all that practicing, all that talking, that pacing, you know, it goes out the daggone window, right? Well, my friends. Today's podcast, see, I got back on board. Today's podcast is about keeping our thinking God-centered. We don't have to go through all that self-inflicted stress. When we do, it doesn't stop the stress of others, but it sure does deflect it so our energy can neither absorb or reflect it. Remember, we are mirrors. Sometimes we just need to throw a sheet over that bad boy and in damaging situations, go find another mirror to peer in. Yes, we need to keep God as a thought in our mind so we can win not only the race, you know, in quotes, but against our own thoughts and feelings. We can really sabotage ourselves. We need to do the same to succeed too in any endeavor, big or small, and to also improve and change ourselves for the better. Here's another really good reason why it's absolutely great to keep God in our mind always. And it's comforting to me. No matter how far we have gotten away from our positive way of thinking, it doesn't matter how far we can be to the end of the earth, all we have to do is just stop thinking that way. Just stop. Skirt. Pump our brakes and just stop. And just like that, we're positive we don't have to turn around and look back either. I think it's natural for us to look back though. I mean, sometimes we can't believe what we just came out of. So we look back like, did I just come? Really? But that's a snare because the feelings that got us there will be the same feelings that'll draw us back. Don't turn around. Don't look. And sometimes low key, we want to see how bad heart me left, not left behind but yeah, left behind. I just have to use that language. It sounds harsh to me because that's not how I lived for so long. Leaving people behind seems cruel to me. But I'm beginning to look at it in a different light. I'm not leaving anyone behind. I'm just growing. So after those people that, that we feel like we're leaving behind, they make us feel bad and sad. And scared. Sometimes we just want to look, turn around and see if they are. But you know, that's another snare. That's a trap. That's that's negative. That's anchoring yourself back in some negative stuff and really taking on that energy. You really don't want to let it go. You just want to take it with you and grow it somewhere else, and that's not the point. So we better not look back. And we always should keep our thinking God centered. Because everybody around us wins if we do. Why? Well God rubs off on everything around us when He is our focus and our first priority, if you will. If I may say, I'm far from a saint y'all, I'm gonna say this and a couple of people would probably say I'm that other angel too. That other angel too. <laughs> so I'm not going to try to make this or make anybody visualize me being anything other than me honest and open right now and transparent and trying trying and I'm and I'm changing my life to think good things and changing my words to reflect my thoughts because when it comes to people not nature everything we manifest in prayer positive talk actions you know thoughts it is, that is what we should desire. We should be desiring to do that. That's the deal, that's the point of life. There's nothing else to it, that's all. When we are walking on our purpose, and you know, be we should make a little time to celebrate our progress in this thing because it's hard to do. Do you know how hard it is to work for that? You don't just wake up with, with progress, Progress means you worked. You started a place and you moved up. You moved along. You graduated. You leveled up. That takes work. So you find a way to, to celebrate yourself, to, con- to continue to inspire yourself not to quit. Like it's challenging, but don't quit. I don't know why I feel like I need to say this right now. God is helping us even if our progress is slow or very little, right? He helps us. There are people who refuse to do as much as you do with far more opportunities than you have ever had. Be proud of yourself. Sometimes we have to pat ourselves on the back and look at ourselves in the mirror and smile like, yeah, you did that. Yeah, you did that. Not only are you doing a great job, you're smart. Tell yourself. You're dedicated. Tell yourself. You're strong. Tell yourself. You're willing to try hard. Keep doing it. And whoever is in your space and place is learning good and useful lessons from you when you do. You're valuable. That's one reason why. And a one-in-a-lifetime kind of soul. That's another reason why. It's important to believe this about yourself because people don't want us for what we have. They want us for what we can give and encouragement. And some peace is so priceless. So I just want to say uh, again, this podcast, this is part of my peace. I have so I have lots of little pieces of peace. I love it. So thank you for being part of this little piece of my peace. You should believe this about yourself. You are part of my peace, and you should also believe. That you are part of someone else's piece. You have a responsibility to that. So if you haven't heard it at all today, thank you for being you. Because only you can do you. You know? And part part of this, part of this, life is appreciating others and ourselves. And knowing that we are not perfect. Perfect is God's description and position. We're not created to be perfect. We are created to praise and like to multiply too, but we stop multiplying after a while. Mm. Part of our stress, if not the majority of it, is caused by thinking it's impossible. I mean, it's possible. Sorry. Possible to fix ourselves and be a perfect person when it—when perfect was not in God's design for us to be in the world. You know, our perfectness can only be seen in his eyes. Even when we have faults and, and and things we don't like about ourselves, that has nothing to do with God. We are perfect in his eyes. That's why he remains with us in the dark and I can tell you that—that that is my testimony. In the desert, that's somebody else's testimony. In the bitter cold, oh, I can't imagine, but that's somebody's testimony. And even in hell, the good book—the the good book says, the Bible says, there is no place God can't go, and He'll even go down there. There's nothing God can't fix. He can fix broken hearts and fix broken homes and mines and bank accounts and marriages and cars. You know what I mean? I don't know. You know, you break a bowl and it falls on the ground. I don't think God is going to fix it, but I believe He can. I believe He can if He wanted to. But why would He do that when He just, you know, got somebody to invent some Gorilla Glue? Just get some glue. Got options, see, but he doesn't lie, and that's one of the things he said that you know, got options, and he makes miracles and he makes ways for us. So, gorilla glue is a way, you know, and and so the word that he says, you know, this word that he gives us, that he expects us to obey, he fulfills it faithfully, you know, and he is where all of our help comes from. And I say that before every single podcast because it's so important for me to say, you know, and it it reinforces my belief that there is no need to be perfect when he's all over our health. Now, I will say there is a need to be the best. Yes. But being the best does not require being perfect. Now, how do we become the best? That's the question. God intervenes with that too. His divine grace and mercy is what helps us. More help. We always have His help. Ask God for it, or we're only spinning our wheels until we do. Now, if the thought of that, the thought of humbling yourself to believe that was kind of like, you know, whatever, then more than likely, You know, we need a little attitude adjustment, maybe, you know. And according to the Webster Dictionary, an attitude is a settled way of thinking or feeling about someone or something typically reflected in a person's behavior. So you see, perfecting our attitude is our job and responsibility. and We better get on it. But being a perfect person is not it. It's two different things. Perfecting our attitude and being a perfect person are two different things. The quest for perfection is a waste of time and energy. Perfecting our attitude is the business. Only God is perfect, and we need a good attitude to know that and to understand that and believe that. Plus, and oh my goodness, this would be the most cookie-cutter, boring, that boring, snore-fest of a world law, if everyone was perfect. I can't believe that you would really want that. I don't. We want the divine grace and mercy God pours out on imperfect people. When we need it, that's much better than our best. Oh, man. All that perfect love for imperfect people. Imagine that. We really don't have to. Because God Love is really real and perfectly perfect. And it takes a good and healthy attitude to receive that. That's why we have to work on our positivity. We have to stay focused on being positive. Bad things are going to happen, but we can either see beyond it to the big picture or the good and it could be right there in our face. We just have to receive it with a good attitude. In place and then we're changed not perfected you see and that's good very good news it's good news that we need to be reminded of often though I don't think we hear it enough God doesn't help people just because they are you know the. I don't know I hope I'm not about to get in trouble for this oh boy okay so like i'm gonna use this example okay just because you're christian doesn't mean that you're the top of the the god chain please don't stop listening to the podcast i'm not trying to offend just hear me out on this one god gave us all grace and mercy to see another day every single one of us believer or non-believer our belief and disobedience does not influence how God blesses us in any way. I'm so grateful, or I'd be a crap creep without a paddle. And so would everyone who lives a really good life but might cuss think a cuss word or steal a pen from the bank or I don't know, something like that. Everybody's got something. Everybody's got something. Agree? Okay. And he still blesses us because it's God. Why would he operate how we think he should operate? That's, that's, that defeats the purpose. Why would, that's crazy. I'm not that brave to expect that. Here's my point. We should never tell someone to their face or even talk about them behind their back and say that the beliefs are worthless or stupid or, or, mm, bad. That's downright cruel. God allows things. Now, we do have a choice not to entertain those things that are not in alignment with God's word. We have discernment for that. And it's necessary to do. But I'm humbled in the fact that God could shut this whole joint down right now. Oh, Corona, right? If he wanted to but look if he wanted that to if he wanted that to happen he would just be and i don't like to use word killing but only the the people dying would only be a certain group it would only be the Buddhists. it would only be the hindus it would only be the christians it would only be the jewish people if that if he just wanted one type of people to praise him then we would just be one type of people we can all do that We don't have to have sin. We don't have to have, if we were all just right around here being obedient to God, he would be all good, right? Instead, he allows us to believe what keeps us going in our environment, in our place, in our skin, depending on who we are and where we are in the world until we find him. To Karen Hope's 15 minutes of solid inspiration. Give it all honor and glory to God, from whom all our help comes from. I hope you all had a very good day, but as life has it, some days won't be what we consider ideal. But I pray your reactions were ideal. But again, as life could have it, sometimes we'll kirk out, no matter how we concentrate on not doing it. I may be getting a bit off subject, but I know y'all know this scenario. You remember that time that person, you know, that person was going to be in your space and you had already sworn to yourself, oh, I will never be around that person again. But for whatever reason, you had to be around that person. You talked to yourself, didn't you? Well, I wasn't there, so let me just tell you this. I talked to myself. I told myself, "Karen, help oh, do not trip." You know, I said, "Be cordial, girl. Don't pop off." And when I say pop off, pop off to me means getting super quiet. I, I won't say a word. And, and, and it's. It's always prompted by this. It's never really a an out or blatant uh, outright fight or anything like that. I've really never had any of those before with my friends or loved ones. But if I get a certain feeling of not getting the same level of respect or, you know, being civil or respectful or kind, that seems to me that I'm the only one giving, I will get quiet. But that's, let's get back to everybody. When this happens, we don't even get a chance to say what we practice in the mirror while we're getting dressed to go, or in the car all the way down the road until we reach the destination, or the destination reaches us, you know. All that practicing, all that talking, that pacing, you know, it goes out the daggone window, right? Oh my friends today's podcast. See, I got back on board. Today's podcast is about keeping our thinking God-centered. We don't have to go through all that self-inflicted stress. What we do, it doesn't stop the stress of others, but it sure does deflect it so our energy can either absorb or reflect it. Remember, we are mirrors. Sometimes we just need to throw a sheet over that bad boy and in damaging situations, go find another merit to peer in. Yes, we need to keep God as a thought in our mind so we can win not only the race, and, you know, in quotes, but against our own thoughts and feelings. We can really sabotage our, ourselves. We need to do the same to succeed too in any endeavor, big or small, and to also improve and change ourselves for the better. Here's another really good reason why it's absolutely great to keep God in our mind always. And it's comforting to me. No matter how far we have gotten away from our positive way of thinking, it doesn't matter how far we could be to the end of the earth, all we have to do is just stop thinking that way. Just stop, skirt, pump our brakes, and just stop. And just like that, we're positive. We don't have to turn around and look back either. I think it's natural for us to look back, though. I mean, sometimes we can't believe what we just came out of. So we look back like, did I just come? Did Really? But that's a snare because the feelings that got us there will be the same feelings that'll draw us back. Don't turn around. Don't look. And sometimes low-key, we want to see how bad the parties we left, not left behind. Or, yeah, left behind. I just have to use that language. It sounds harsh to me because that's not how I lived for so long. Leaving people behind seems cruel to me. But I'm beginning to look at it in a different light. I'm not leaving anyone behind. I'm just growing. So, after those people that that we feel like we're leaving behind, they make us feel bad, and sad, and scared. Sometimes we just want to look, turn around, and see if they are. But you know, that's another snare. That's a trap. That's that's negative. That's anchoring yourself back in some negative stuff and really taking on that energy you really don't want to let it go you just want to take it with you and grow it somewhere else and that's not the point so we better not look back and we always should keep our thinking God-centered because everybody around us wins if we do why well God rubs off on everything around us when he is our focus and our first priority if you will if I may say I'm far from a saint y'all I'm going to say this in a couple of people would probably say I'm that other angel too that other angel too. <laughs> so I'm not going to try to make this or make anybody visualize me being anything other than me, honest and open right now and transparent and trying. Trying. And I'm and I'm changing my life to think good things and changing my words to reflect my thoughts because when it comes to people, not nature everything we manifest in prayer positive talk actions you know thoughts it is that is what we should desire we should be desiring to do that that's the deal that's the point of life there's nothing else to it that's all when we are walking on our purpose and, you know, we should make a little time to celebrate our progress in this thing because it's hard to do. Do you know how hard it is to work for that? You don't just wake up with with progress. Progress means you worked. You started on place and you moved up. You moved along. You graduated. You leveled up. That takes work. So you find a way to to celebrate yourself, to, con- to continue to inspire yourself not to quit Life gets challenging but don't quit i don't know why i feel like i need to say this right now god is helping us even if our progress is slow or very little right he helps us there are people who refuse to do as much as you do with far more opportunities than you have ever had be proud of yourself sometimes we have to pat ourselves on the back and look at ourselves in the mirror and smile like, yeah, you did that, yeah, you did that. Not only are you doing a great job, you're smart, tell yourself. You're dedicated, tell yourself. You're strong, tell yourself. You're willing to try hard, keep doing it. And whoever is in your space and place is learning good and useful lessons from you when you do. You're valuable, that's one reason why. And a one in a lifetime kind of soul, that's another reason why it's important to believe this about yourself because people don't want us for what we have they want us for what we can give and encouragement and some peace is so priceless so i just want to say I, again, this podcast. This is part of my peace. I have so I have lots of little pieces of peace. I love it. So thank you for being part of this little piece of my peace. You should believe this about yourself. You are a part of my peace, and you should also believe that you are part of someone else's peace. You have a responsibility to that. So if you haven't heard it at all today. Thank you for being you, because only you can do you. You know? And part part of this, part of this life is appreciating others and ourselves and knowing that we are not perfect. Perfect is God's description and position. You're not created to be perfect. We are created to praise and like to t- t- multiply too, but we stop multiplying after a while. <clears throat> Part of our stress, if not the majority of it, is caused by thinking it's impossible. I mean, it's possible, sorry. Possible to fix ourselves and be a perfect person when the perfect was not in God's design for us to be in the world. No. Our perfectness. Can only be seen in His eyes. Even when we have faults and, and and things we don't like about ourselves, that has nothing to do with God. We are perfect in His eyes. That's why He remains with us in the dark. And I can tell you that. That is my testimony. In the desert. That's somebody else's testimony. In the bitter cold. Oh. I can't imagine, but that's somebody's testimony. And even in hell, the good book, the the good book says, the Bible says, there is no place God can't go, and He'll even go down there. There's nothing God can't fix. He can fix broken hearts, and fix broken homes, and minds, and bank accounts, and marriages, and cars. You know what I mean? I don't know. You know, you break a bowl and it falls on the ground. I don't think God is going to fix it, but I believe he can. I believe he can if he wanted to. But why would he do that when he just, you know, got somebody to invent some Gorilla Glue? Just get some glue. We've got options. See, but he doesn't lie. And that's one of the things he said, That you know, got options. And he makes miracles and he makes ways for us. So Gorilla Glue is a way. You know and and so the word that he says, you know this word that he gives us that he expects us to obey, he fulfills it faithfully. You know, and he is where all of our help comes from. And I say that before every single podcast because it's so important for me to say you know and it, it reinforces my belief that there is no need to be perfect when he's all of our help. Now, I will say there is a need to be the best, yes, but being the best does not require being perfect. Now, how do we become the best? That's the question. God intervenes with that too. His divine grace and mercy is what helps us. More help. We always have his help. Ask God for it, or we're only spinning our wheels until we do now if the thought of that the thought of humbling yourself to believe that was kind of like you know whatever then more than likely you know we need a little attitude adjustment maybe you know and according to the Webster dictionary an attitude is a settled way of thinking or feeling about someone or something typically reflected in a person's behavior So you see, perfecting our attitude is our job and responsibility. We better get on it. But being a perfect person is not it. It's two different things. Perfecting our attitude and being a perfect person are two different things. The quest for perfection is a waste of time and energy. Perfecting our attitude is the business. Only God is perfect. And we need a good attitude to know that and to understand that and believe that. Plus, and oh my goodness. This would be the most cookie-cutter, boring, that boring small festival world blah. If everyone was perfect. I can't believe that you would really want that. I don't. We want the divine grace and mercy God pours out on imperfect people when we need it, that's much better than our best. Oh man, all that perfect love for imperfect people. Imagine that, we really don't have to. Because God, love is really real and perfectly perfect. And it takes a good and healthy attitude to receive that. That's why we have to work on our positivity. We have to stay focused on being positive Bad things are going to happen, but we can either see beyond it to the big picture or the good, and it could be right there in our face. We just have to receive it with a good attitude in place. And then we're changed, not perfected, you see. And that's good, very good news. It's good news that we need to be reminded of often though I don't think we hear it enough God doesn't help people just because they are you know the I don't know I hope I'm not about to get in trouble for this oh boy okay so like I'm gonna use this example okay just because you're Christian doesn't mean that you're the top of the, the God chain Please don't stop listening to the podcast. I'm not trying to offend. Just hear me out on this one. God gave us all grace and mercy to see another day. Every single one of us. Believer or non-believer. Our belief and disobedience does not influence how God blesses us in any way. I'm so grateful or I'd be a crap creep without a paddle and so would everyone who lives a really good life but my Think a cuss word, or steal a pen from the bank, or I don't know, something like that. Everybody's got something. Everybody's got something. Agree? Okay. And he still blesses us because it's God. Why would He operate how we think He should operate? That's that's that defeats the purpose. Why would? That's crazy. I'm not that brave to expect that. Here's my point. We should never tell someone to their face or even talk about them behind their back and say that their beliefs are worthless or stupid or or, bad. That's downright cruel. God allows things. Now, we do have a choice not to entertain those things that are not in alignment with god's word we have discernment for that and it's necessary to do but i'm humbled in the fact that god could shut this whole joint down right now oh corona right (laughs) if he wanted to but look if he wanted that to if he wanted that to happen he would just be and i don't know he's worth killing but only the the people dying would only be a certain group it would only be the Buddhists. it would only be the hindus it would only be the christians it would only be the jewish people if that if he just wanted one type of people to praise him then we would just be one type of people we can all do that we don't have to have sin we don't have to have if we were all just right around here being obedient to god he would be all good right Instead, he allows us to believe what keeps us going in our environment, in our place, in our skin, depending on who we are and where we are in the world, until we find him.